Guys, welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Bug Show. Again, I completely forgot to put an introduction in yesterday's podcast, so I must apologize for my foolishness. But today we're going to be speaking about the experiences that we have throughout meditation and what you might feel. How to control some of the thoughts that come in, and they should just go away, but if you attach yourself to some of the thoughts that come and go, well, you're no longer doing meditation. You are allowing your thoughts to control you and your body. So we dive a little bit deep in here. I actually take the student perspective. So I can ask, um, you know, I ask some questions in regards to what exactly we might feel throughout the meditation. Now, again, guys, uh, the best time, and I actually uh, talk about essential oils too, Because normally when I go into deep, deep phases, it's when I get a massage or when I got a massage. This is probably about three years ago. I used to get these massages. And when I used to get them, of course, I smell the coconut. I smell the oils that, you know, literally they just, it just hangs in the air of this place. And it's so relaxing. And this is what I brought Carla uh, Trigo on last time to talk about. Because again, these oils... They, 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 it, it just, it's like dope. Not I wouldn't say dopamine, but it just, re, re, not the hormonal, um, what is it? The hormonal BS, whatever you call that, but the happiness. What, what do you call that? The hopamine, blopamine, some kind of being, some kind of mean, okay? So nonetheless, guys, this is the experiences, what I've experienced before. And this is how you can control everything in regards to your experience. So guys, without further ado, let's get into this. Hi, welcome back everyone to Lesson 3. And today we're going to be talking about the experiences that you have during meditation. Arsenio, I know that, that, that you meditate each evening. And can you perhaps share with us, when you first started meditation, mm-hmm. how did you feel? Or how do you, what, are, what, are, what are some of the things that you're still experiencing during your meditation sessions? Um. Well, at the very beginning, it was, I didn't know what I was doing in terms of, you know, it was my first time. I didn't know what meditation was, but I was just listening to this audio and the guy said, close Mm -hmm. your eyes. So I closed my eyes. But Mm -hmm. honestly, when it started bringing that unbelievable sense of calm over me, that's when I started doing it anytime before work, because for whatever reason, I felt like my, you know, going to work and being at work, it would make me more anxious than anything else. And this would reduce it by a a fair amount. So then fast forward to, you know, two years later, my deepest experience was during a spa and massage. And this is where I felt I went very, very deep. And I remember seeing Ruby, you know, the color Ruby red, obviously around me and there being beds around me. It was a really deep experience, but waking up out of that, it's beautiful. And so now in present day, I do not have problems sleeping anymore. It doesn't matter how much caffeine I have because I always do a specific meditation and I sit up and his words literally within two minutes start leading me. And then yeah. after that, he puts like just a background noise on. It's not even a noise, but I feel that it is. And then mm-hmm. I just go way in, way deeper. So that's one of the big benefits that which we've discussed uh, prior to this uh, in terms of meditation. So yeah, that's what, I would ha- that's what I would have to say. I go deep sometimes, and it also helps me with sleep. 
So I have a lot of my clients coming to me and they always, they, they tell me, Mary, you know what? I'm not really sure if meditation is for me because I've got a monkey mind. And, you know, firstly, I can't really sit still for a very long period of time. And my thoughts are just bouncing around. Um, you know, the common sort of misconception, I would say, about meditation is that you need to sit um, in silence and have absolutely no thoughts coming through your head. Well, practically, guys, it's not possible, okay? And I like to use the analogy of a dusty room when we're talking about that. Because meditation is, it's, it's, it's an art form that brings up all your negative thoughts and experiences. And this is your dusty room. If you haven't cleaned or dusted out a room for weeks or months or even years, when you get in there and you start you know, sweeping out that room and cleaning out the cobwebs, there's going to be a lot of dust that's coming to your face, you know, and those are your thoughts, your negative or your positive thoughts. But the more you clean out the room, so the more, more you experience and sit down for meditation, the cleaner the room becomes. And over time, you will experience less and less thoughts running through your mind. Thoughts are absolutely okay. You know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with thoughts. What I do is every time I have a thought coming through my head during meditation, I acknowledge it and I do not engage in it. So I acknowledge it, think of it as clouds in the sky, and I say, thank you for this thought, next. You know, and another thought might, might pop up. But when you continue engaging in these thoughts, that's when you start moving out of meditation wow. and you start actively thinking about what you need to do during the day. So a typical example is you have a really important meeting that's coming up, okay? And you're stressed out about it a little bit. So if you're thinking, I wonder, did I prepare all my slides correctly? Yes, okay, so that thought comes up. Then the thought of the slides come up and then you say, maybe I should go and check after the meditation or I should practice again for another two, three minutes. And then, and then one thought moves to the other and then you're completely out of, out of meditation. So what you do is as soon as you acknowledge them, remember not to judge your thoughts. Some days you're going to have more negative thoughts than other days. I mean, I'm sure Arsenio, you've experienced this, right? When you've had a really bad day and you sit down for meditation, there's a whole lot more thoughts going through your mind compared to a really good day where you can sit down and you're really thankful and you're really grateful for everything that you've experienced, yeah? Absolutely. Um, you know, there are specific meditations that cater to specific days that I have. So let's say that there is a specific meditation for detoxing my mind, right? right? And that one really helps me if I had a really tough day, which I would experience about four years ago, but those days never happen anymore, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I have specific ones. I wouldn't listen to a meditation that is about happiness or something that would I, I would listen to waking up into my day you know, so I have specific ones going in and going out. But yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I do. 
And, and that's, that's, that's a really cool tip that Arsenio has shared with us today. You know, there are different meditations that can, they can cater for um, different moods or maybe the type of mood that you want to get into, you know, uh, the intention that you want to sit for the rest of your day if you're doing meditation in the morning or perhaps if you're doing it in the evening as well, you know, something that's more calming and could set you up for a really good night's sleep. So that's, that's an excellent tip. Um, the other tip that I can offer you guys is that just observe, observe the present moment. Every time you find yourself engaging in thoughts, bring yourself, you know, I like to use a click of the finger, just bring yourself back to the present moment. And that's where mantras can really help in bringing you back to the present moment. And um, in about two lessons from now, we're gonna, I'm gonna go through an exercise with you to actually teach you how to create your own mantra. And you know, you can create a mantra for that specific day, depending on how you feel. Usually what I do, and when my mind shifts off, I tell myself, for that 20 minutes that I'm sitting in meditation, I am nothing, I do nothing, and I want nothing. And that just puts everything into perspective for me and brings me back to the present moment. So I think a takeaway from the first two bullet points is that it is okay for you guys to have thoughts. Okay. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. I mean, Arsena and I, who have been doing meditation for a long time now, we still experience thoughts. Yeah. I mean, you have some monks or people who have been doing it for 10, 15 years. They also experience some thoughts in their, in, in their mind every so often. We're human. It's okay. You know, don't judge them. Just observe them. And always remember to bring yourself back to the present moment. Now I want to talk about some of the things that can help during meditation, you know, when we don't have such a monkey mind. Mm. So to help with that, um, I usually engage in meditation first thing in the morning. And the reason why I do this is because when you're literally waking up in the morning, your brain is still in an alpha brainwave state. And that is the calming um, frequency um, that you have during meditation. Now, when you go into a much deeper meditation, like Arsenio was talking earlier, you go into a theta brainwave state, okay? And that's when you can have um, alternative um, experiences because your, your, your mind changes so much. You can be in two planes at once. Some people experience astral projection as an example. Oh, Just yeah. pretending, yeah depending on how deep you go into it. And that all depends on your brain waves. Uh, so when we're, we're sleeping, that's the delta state, okay? So our brain's in a delta frequency. So my suggestion to you guys is because first thing in the morning when you're literally just waking up, you're still in that alpha state. So don't do a lot. You know, if you need to go to the bathroom, do that, get, a, get some water, come back to your room. If you have a specific meditation room, that's great. If you want to sit on your bed or on a chair, you know, whatever is comfortable for you. Um, do that first thing in the morning because as soon as you do that, because you're already in that brainwave state, it's much easier to stay in it, okay? As opposed to when we're already up, when we've done a few things, we're already in beta, Okay, so to get back into alpha will be a bit difficult. But if you can't do that first thing in the morning, then what helps 
is what I call a dimmer switch, okay? So what will help you get into that um, alpha state easier is if you do some exercise before you actually start the meditation practice because that just calms the body down, you know? So if you calm the body down, you can sit there for 20, 30 minutes at a time in meditation. You know, you won't be so jittery or antsy and, and that will usually calm you down. So, so my practice is a yoga practice. It's very calming for me. It gets me in the right state uh, mindset for you guys. It could be anything, you know, you could maybe go for a jog or a cycle or even just a brisk walk. Okay. And then you begin your practice. The other very beneficial thing to do is to try and download what they call binaural beats. Now, binaural beats have different frequencies to them, okay? Um, and you'd want to download one that will put you into an alpha brainwave state. If you've been meditating for some time and you're used to alpha and you've already been in deep meditation, I suggest you download theta. Now, the only thing with binaural beats is that it sends different sounds to, to the different eardrum. So at one point, you'll listen to something from your left and the other, you know, minute it'll be from your right. And that is why it's imperative that you listen to binaural beats with headphones. So Arsenio head yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um you know, first and foremost, I just want to top up on what you said about uh, doing meditation after I exercise or after you exercise. That's what happened with me recently after exercise yeah. and I get very tired from cardio workouts and then I get very sleepy, like my, not sleepy, but my face is like, okay, I need a rest. So what I do, yeah. I write the goals list that we explained in the fundamentals course. And then I go into about a 30 to 40 minute little meditation. I wake up, oh my God, it's like a whole new day, you know? Yeah. So that's one great, uh, that's something that I just wanted to top up on, binaural beats. Now, for those of you out there who aren't aware of that, there's something else that I use. There's like, you can find different videos on YouTube, 200 hertz, 300 hertz, 400 hertz. Five, there's a lot of different things, but I can only tell you is that sometimes if I'm getting like anxious, if I'm hearing banging on the wall or some kind of drilling within my condominium, I put those earphones in, not these ones, like those where I don't hear anything, just the beats. The sense of, oh my God, the calm that comes over me is unbelievable. Yeah. Now, you could do this when you're stressed out and on the go. You could do those breathing exercises, which we've discussed while you're listening to some of these beats if you don't want to go into meditation. But these are a couple of yeah. things that I do also. Exactly. And, and that's a very good point because what these beats do, they literally change your brain waves. So the lower the frequency, the more deeper the brain wave. Um, so alpha would be at a higher frequency and then it's theta and then it's delta. Um, but I do caution you guys, if you are driving, um, please do not, um, you know, listen to these binaural beats or if you are working with heavy machinery, um, because especially theta and delta, alpha is still okay. Um, I, I would still caution you to drive with that. Um, but while you're working, you could listen to alpha um, because, you know, if you're not used to the way in which the frequency of your brain changes, you could literally fall asleep at the wheel. 
So, um, you know, and, it, and, 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 and the consequences could be detrimental. So please guys, remember to use these binaural beats in a, in a safe environment when you're at home, um, you know, not when you're driving or using heavy machinery. Yeah. Awesome. So in saying that, um, it's all about finding an area that, you know, when you do it best. Again, if I wake up in the morning, the first hour of the day, if it's, if I fit in a little bit of meditation and then something like an audio book that gets me up and going, the majority of my day ends up being very well. If I tune out my day doing about 30 minutes of meditation or binaural beats or writing down goals, whatever it may be, my morning ends up being fire. And if I go into my morning doing the meditation, oh, I'm just really, really at a high vibrational frequency. So it's all about finding what, you know, what, what time of day and just figuring it out with your schedule. Because again, some of you may have different things you need to commit to in the morning and whatnot. But again, just fitting it in your day and finding out what works best for you. It's all about just practice. Exactly that. And there's definitely no right or wrong with this. Go with what works for you. So everyone, that's it for lesson three. We will see you for lesson four.